listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I'm with, as ever, Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text the show on 8.12.15. We'd like that. And you can uh, follow the show on the Twitter mm. at Frank on the Radio. Or you can email the Absolute website. That'll get through to three ways there of communicating with us. And relax. Um, we've just had a text from... Uh, Do you think we should say good morning to each well, other at the start of the show? Can I just still... say, you may have had a text. I've had a reminder about staff expenses due from Absolute Radio. <laughs> oh, um, have you? Yeah, they shouldn't be sending me three days, everyone. To can we do staff expenses? Well, I don't know, but apparently they're due. Because I think I, I snagged... I snagged a pair of pedal pushers about two years ago on one of the chairs. <laughs> and I thought, oh, that'll stitch up, but actually... Uh, they, they look a mess. Do they? Oh, no. Yeah. Well, you've got three days, love. Okay. Okay. Anyway, I've good morning. I've got them somewhere. I've got evidence. Okay. Good morning. You said you yeah, wanted well, us on all the to Yeah, well, on the cricket, they used to say, uh, morning, Peter. Morning, everyone, when they came in. Oh, did they? Oh, I'd morning. hate it if we did that. Morning. Awful. Morning, Emily. Oh, it's morning, horrible. Morning, Cockrell. <laughs> morning. I like it. Let's see how it goes. Sorry, we've had a text, you were we've saying. We've had a text. I'm not sure whether or not to read it. You know, sometimes oh, I veto them. That's a worry, isn't it? Um, long-time reader, first-time texter. Okay. Listening to the show naked for the first time, and it's still brilliant. That's all, Darren. I mean, that it's early. I don't know how he knows it's still brilliant. Yeah. All we've done is some basic housekeeping. We've read an email that wasn't for public consumption. Yeah, but when, guessing, when you're naked, everything's brilliant. Yes, your, sta- your standards drop when you're naked. <laughs> don't you think, Frank? Mine certainly do. <laughs> As I said, your standards Drop. Yeah, I think is, he means is being the word naked. Standards are euphemism in that sentence. <laughs> Does he mean being naked is brilliant? Um, or maybe that's what he means. Maybe well, he's had clothes the, on for many no, years. He has said I'll be the, the judge of that. It's still brilliant. Maybe yeah. he's one of those homeless blokes who's been taken in by uh, at the oh. rich manor, and they, they've said to the, you know when they say to the butler, go and get him scrubbed up, and they're oh, in the, yeah. they have that scene of him in the bath going, get off me <laughs> when they're cleaning their hair, and when they come out, they look great. Yeah. Turns out they're good looking underneath. Yeah, all exactly, that as well. exactly. Like those girls you get in uh, American films yeah. when they play the ugly girl. And they mm. won't actually employ a real ugly girl. They have to have a beautiful girl with glasses and their hair up. Anne Hathaway, yeah. usually. Yeah. Yeah, she's nicked that name as well. Remember that? That's been used before. Yeah. So, um, that creaking is... That's my spine. <laughs> is that your sacroiliac? Yeah, that's what... I, I, I had it drained the other day. The fluid, I thought, was slowing me down. That is absolutely and the discs. disgusting. <laughs> I'm starting to think now maybe the discs maybe need a bit of uh, lubrication. Do you know what? I feel so bilious now. Yeah. What I might do is uh, get some lube on the way home. <laughs> so, um, I got in a cab the other night. Oh, it's not going to be annoying. That it's like being on board ship. You know when they're, uh, you know when they're below deck and Ahab is doing his walk. <laughs> oh, there goes the captain again. You can hear. <laughs> Captain Birdseye, that's the only work you get. There he goes. Maybe <laughs> the captain, he'd be looking for the big white one. How dare you when I'm sitting right here? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I got in this cab oh, and, yeah. uh, we, and the driver said, uh, you're the second celebrity I've had in here. I said, what, today? He said, oh. no, in, recently. I said, okay. Uh, and it's one of those where people mm. obviously say something so that you have to ask a question. Mm-hmm. And whenever they, whenever they do that, well, a lot of people say, 
Oh, God, that's the, that's the second uh, strange thing that's happened to me today. Mm. <laughs> I always say, oh, really? Mm-hmm. You said the match last night. Mm-hmm. And, and then the, and they have to tell you. Anyway, so he said, you're the second celebrity. So I said, oh. <laughs> and he said, uh, yeah, he said, I had, uh, I had that... Uh, I was on the edge of my seat. I had mm. that, uh, that Phil Spencer. Here. Oh, Betty. Phil Spencer. Now, already, he had me at an enormous disadvantage. <laughs> uh, you can... Uh, the thing was, he said it with proper excitement. Like, he couldn't wait. Like, like the name, He knew that when, when he said the name, I'd go, you are having a laugh. And I, I, I didn't know who Phil Spencer was. Oh. And I thought, well, how am I going to play this? Because I don't want to say, well, who is he? Because that's going to tear down his... You know, mm-hmm. it's going gonna, it's gonna to rain on his parade. Mm. He was reading a parade, which is a <laughs> 1960s soft porn magazine. Where he got that from? He must be a collector. <laughs> but anyway, um, he said, uh, yeah, Phil Spencer, uh, brilliant. And I said, uh, yeah. More of this, I think, in a minute. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Yeah, so Phil Spencer, it turns out, is a presenter on Location, Location, Location. I know that. Yeah, I know that. Um, which I don't think I've ever seen. Right. But I know it's a very popular show. I'm very. sure it, more people watch it than watch Well, me. in fairness to you, I don't think many people know him without her, without Kirsty. Okay. Kirsty Allsop. It's a bit like Dempsey without Makepeace. It's just not working. Cannon and Ball, Morecambe and Wise. Yeah. They're, they're, they're up there. Yeah, belt and Sin- braces. Sin and Greavesy, salt and pepper, yeah. Salt and pepper, they were good. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Althea and Donna. What? They did Uptown Top Ranking. Oh, yeah. Give me a little beer, <laughs> let me wind out me waist. <laughs> Down Top Ranking. Can you, do, can you do the voice? That one passed me by. Hold it, let me... T- you can't do the voice. No. Right. Oh. oh. Anyway. They've asked me to do the voice, and now I can't do it. <laughs> so, um... I said, I didn't, I wasn't sure, and I do, excuse me, any location, 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 oh, can we call it LLL? Oh, it takes so long <laughs> to get there. L3. LL Cool. 3L. 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 Any 3L fans, yeah. forgive me. But I like L3, actually. It yeah, sounds L3. like a sort of a, a, a dist- Spanish boy band. Isn't it also a Leicester postcode, though? It's actually a district in Liverpool. L3? Yeah. Is it? Anyway. Hello right. to everyone in L3. Right. Anyway. Lester is L-E, L-E-3, yeah. So, um, I, I asked him when it was on, and he said, oh, no, it's, it's uh, early evening. And I said, uh, I said, I'm surprised that you um, get to watch it, you know, as a driver. Mm-hmm. He said, uh, oh, he said, with Sky now, you can record anything. <laughs> and I, I thought, oh. you're recording? Location, location, location. Somebody actually... No, no, again, no, this, I've never seen it. It might be brilliant. But then he said... You, your series recorded Atlantis without yeah, you having seen it. Yeah, that's, that's what you call faith. <laughs> but anyway, he said, uh, I called my wife up, he said, and I handed the phone over to, uh, to Phil Spencer. She recognised his voice immediately. Yeah. He said she was absolutely thrilled to bits. So I thought, well, we've been in the car 15 <laughs> minutes. When, when are you going to call the wife? <laughs> no, no sign. Oh, no. no. Sign and then, um, by now, to be honest, I'm going to open my heart now because I, I, I regard our readers as close friends. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. There was a, a, 
a voice inside me saying, surely you should be more excited to have me in the car than, than the presenter of L3. Mm-hmm. Now, I know, <laughs> I know that's a piece of arrogance on my part. I'm just, I'm just fessing up with what I was thinking. Oh. I thought, surely this is a bigger deal. I really yeah. respect you for such a humiliating admission. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, and then he said to me, people are very different, aren't they, when you meet them? Um, Uh-oh. When they're not on telly. And I thought, oh, he, he's going to be a bit of uh, yeah. gossip about uh, Phil Spencer. He said, uh, you're very funny on telly. He oh. did not say that. Yeah. And I thought, well, that's good that he says that. But now I'm thinking I better up my game in the back of the cab here. Yeah. Oh, no. Because obviously I'm not... Not as funny as he hoped. Start riffing on stuff. Like, yeah. Start like driving past going, trees, yeah. The funny thing about trees, eh? Hey? <laughs> you could have just started riffing about things. I could have done. Going by, that would yeah. Driving. Driving. Yeah. Can I just say zero six? an area of strength. <laughs> you know the one though. thing you never see in, uh, in glove <laughs> compartments? Zero six nine, just left work at Leo Casino L3. What a location. Oh, brilliant. Oh, yeah. Just left work. At the oh, casino, imagine yeah. that. Take, don't have to imagine it, darling. 1996. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fantastic. Eh? The, uh, the, uh, oh. as, as the roulette ball starts to find its final... Oh, right. oh I thought Shepard walked in. <laughs> <laughs> How brilliant. So, yeah, I was a bit hurt by that. And then... Um, this guy was... I can't tell you how much he was into location, location, location. I mean, he loved it. He was telling me about strands on the show, the way it changed over the years. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. And then when we got to my flat, he said, uh, you must have a great view from here. I said, well, you know what they say. <laughs> <laughs> location, location, location. Oh. Nothing. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Poor Cockwell, he's been doing his stretches, sacroiliac relief. Did you still, see it, he's still getting a bit of a sacro problem. Just a little, it's on the mend. Okay. He had his legs up on Listen the window ledge. Listen to mine. He <laughs> must <laughs> sound bad. Oh, by the way, uh, naked listeners, Mark. I think they thought you were addressing them there, the <laughs> naked listeners. They were probably all uh, their ears pricked up when they heard that, I should think. Ditto, naked. That's from Nugget. Okay. So we've got two naked listeners. Weirdos. <laughs> Any more? Just um, you know, don't keep it to I yourself. I suppose it was inevitable. I've never thought about it before at this time of day. It's an yeah. inevitability. Do you I remember mean, I... when Daisy always wanted me to ask what people were doing as they listened to the show, and I said that's a bit commercial radio. Mm. Yeah, I like that. Should I have done it? No, I think we did do it. Okay, how did it go? Put it this way. It went all right. I think we'd have a little bit more silverware in the cabinet <laughs> had we gone down that road. You know what? The laugh is my award. Oh, <laughs> doesn't feed me. Um, Frank, I had an incident I'll with the cab you, driver. No, please don't. I had an incident... with that really long spoon <laughs> I always keep in my... Wow. Do you want to know about my cab driver incident? Just a second. You know that uh, bag with my shooting stick in it? I keep, like, a long spoon in there for, for feeding of others. Sorry. So I got in the cab. I get in the cab. I've looked up. I've looked up. I've seen I've got in the cab. I've seen the driver. <laughs> so he checked my name. He said, Emily Dean. I said, yes. He said, all right, hello. I said, hi, how are you? He said, thought I recognised that voice. You're on the Frank Skinner show, aren't you? No. I went, well, he's got my name, to be people, fair, as well. Do you think he'd Googled you? 
I said, I brace myself for the compliments, as one does. Mm. I went, yeah, yeah, it's me, it's me, you got me there. He went, yeah, don't really like it. Oh. <laughs> well. I said, right. I said exactly like that. I said, right. <laughs> I can believe that. He you? said, well, this is where it gets worse. I love Frank Skinner. Oh. I love Frank Skinner. I say it, but obviously. <laughs> delighted. I'm warming to him. Now. Delighted. Yeah. <laughs> I've start, I've st- basically, I've stopped listening now. <laughs> I love Frank Skinner, but that show, I just don't get it. Oh, yeah. It just doesn't work for me. What he meant was, I just don't work for him. What he meant was, he couldn't <laughs> swim. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just, um, it's an advert from the early 70s. The atmosphere went very frosty after I that. I bet it did, yeah. He said, don't worry, no offence, love. Why bring it up? No offence. No, no offence. Masses of offence. Yeah. Oh, said something well. offensive. He said, I'm picking up a celebrity tomorrow. Oh. Not Phil Spencer. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony Costa from Blue. No, was it? I okay. said, oh, yeah. I said, well, are you a fan of his work? I kept coming out with these little jabs. Yeah. I, did, I really didn't like him. Oh. And then he started talking about foreigners. He said, I like Anthony Costa, but <laughs> Blue... <laughs> Don't get it. <laughs> he talks about foreigners. He said. He said. Um, we were talking about Paolo Di Canio and his slightly mental behaviour this week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said something weird as well about the football. He said, "Does your fella take you?" Uh. I had asked to go to 1973. To be fair. <laughs> yeah. But he said. He said. It, then he was saying. Um, he said. Yeah. He said. The thing is, trouble with him. He's employed too many foreigners. I said, well, he is a foreigner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, where, that's where you've misunderstood a crucial Italian element here. Italian Italians, shock. He said, yeah, it's a problem with these foreigners. Yeah, really. And then I thought, you know what, I'm so glad this man doesn't like our show. Well, <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to write him off. Or <laughs> I think, to me, you know, we, nobody's perfect. Let's face it. Skinner, Dean and Cochrane. Together, The Frank Skinner Show. Come on, come on, talk to to me. Well, I was about to read out a text Uh from some character who says, I hate to buck the trend, but I always listen in my pants. Is that okay? I think that's fine. It's fine. By the way, good morning, Emily. I make nice tea. Nice. Smooth. How many of us can say that? I make great tea. I make good tea, and if I was was a civilian now, like a Joe Public, I'd probably be listening in my boxer shorts. I, I don't think I'd be listening. (laughs) <laughs> As you know, I prefer a box of shorts, but when doing sporting activities, I like to be held. I, uh, <laughs> something I've mentioned on here before, yeah. I just feel like it's worth reminding you. I'm, I'm fine. You know, I have a, I have a special harness. <laughs> Jockstrap? No, no, it's, uh, it's a bit beyond that. Oh, is it? It's, it's more structured. Is it a it's a bit like that. Uh, <laughs> it's not a million miles away from that thing that Hannibal Lecter wears. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, anyway, talking of pants, yeah. Well, pants over trousers. Did you see that Superman guy? Well, I say Superman. He's had surgery to make himself look like Superman. Oh yeah, he did. I thought he'd done rather a splendid job. Not that it's a bit hard to say what Superman looks like. Yeah, because, because what even in the comics, he's looked several different ways, and then in the films, as you say, there's been a few of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, does he look like George Reeves? No. No. He's had 19 different surgeries. Yes. We should say his name's Herbert Chavez. He's 35. And uh, oh. 
The tabloids have been very interested in him. I think it's because his name is Chavez. I think the tabloids are interested in <laughs> yeah. just... Well, it's, he only ever wore the one shirt. Did he? The red shirt, yeah. But 19 operations to look like... He's from the Philippines as well. What he should have gone for was been much cheaper would be to look like Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> the only had to buy them was a bit of Velcro. Uh, not Velcro, what they call it? Um, lycra. Yeah, Lycra. Yeah. Velcro would have... Actually, Vi Velcro would have been good for Spider-Man. Yeah. yeah. He could have been yeah. up the side of the building like there was no tomorrow. I mean, we're assuming that the building is covered in the other side of the Velcro there, aren't we? Well, I think, I think they are in the Philippines. Oh, OK, yeah. <laughs> Do you know correct. what was it's it? It's not actually that stuff, but it's a sort of a, a weed. I think it's called something like... Um, Mm. Velcroni. <laughs> oh, yeah, Velcroni. And he grows up the side. Italian Velcro all over the... Uh, what about... Uh, did you see, though, this was a bit heartbreaking, there was a video of him doing his thing. He does appearances for, you know, at local shopping centres, places like that. Oh, OK. But they play the Superman music, but, you see, he can't really do anything. He just stands there. It's pretty So hard. he poses a bit like... Um, is it Mr Atlas what's he called yeah. Charles, Atlas. Charles Atlas he poses like that and then looks like he's about to take off and then doesn't oh. and the children's faces are a bit disappointed mm -hmm. yeah he, he needs to sort that out perhaps he could have some um, flight based operations <laughs> <laughs> he's, got, he's got the blue contact lenses as well Naomi Campbell. I, I tell you what he has gone for, which I like that old fashioned the, the the strand of hair that comes <laughs> down the, the middle of the forehead. You oh, know yeah. that? Yeah, that's, that's good. It's got What's a that called? Is it called like a a spit bang curl or something? There's some phrase for it, isn't there? I call it. Shut up! <laughs> I thought there was. It's I a bit of a Danny Zuko thing. It, thing, it, it? always reminds me of that. Uh, who was that northern girl in the beret who used to sing? Um, Lisa. Stansfield. Lisa, Lisa Stansfield. Stansfield. Yeah. She had one of those. She had a very finely developed kiss curl, they call it. Oh, they? maybe. When people have greasing hair, I call it the uh, smoking gun, that, that little bit. Right. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Are we on air yet? <laughs> Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Frank, I do want to return to the issue of Superman lookalike um, Herbert Chavez. Who wouldn't? I thought well, you were going to say Alan Cochran then. <laughs> <laughs> but before we do that, something quite odd happened in the uh, the last musical break <laughs> because we were talking uh, about what we were wearing around the house. It was to do with I think other listeners being naked, some of our listeners being naked. Yeah. And mm -hmm. the cockerel reminded the me. Can I say the naked listeners wouldn't be a, a bad? Yeah. Uh, well, we've had a few texts from fact, listeners who are the naked, naked readers. Wouldn't that be a great uh, name yes. for a band? Yeah. Okay. He's not sure. It's a, it's an extension of the Topless Book Club. With these <laughs> <That's what it laughs> so, yeah, so carry on. Anyway, um, and then the cockerel reminded me of something, a fact about you. What was the fact, cockerel? That Frank sleeps in just a <laughs> pajama top, <laughs> and but I know this so. with nothing else. Yeah, it's 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 from the same school as um, Top Cat and, and Donald Duck. <laughs> but if you're wearing something on top, the other stuff's it's so not, far away from your face, it doesn't seem to exist. It's not the same school <laughs> because they look very different downstairs. Yes, what, but cartoon ducks. But this, I wouldn't. Don't get me wrong. Like... I wouldn't. I wouldn't um, answer the door to parcel <laughs> force. <laughs> Yeah. But one, uh, or room service or room service <laughs> for breakfast. one thing you haven't answered how long is the top? <laughs> oh. 
Well, it, it depends it? what your perspective is, really. Some might say too long. Most would probably say not quite long enough. <laughs> oh. Is it like a frock coat from the Victorian era? Is it that sort of thing? No, no. Oh, it's it's, it's, it's belt sort length. of... Um, how can I put this? If you can imagine if I stood on my head and it stayed where it was, yeah. the coat, the uh, pyjama thing, mm-hmm. the whole thing would look a bit like a Ponch and Judy show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. OMG. <laughs> but, I, you know, I'm in bed. Exactly. I'm not. Oh, I, I that's imagine nice. that's be, nice for Cathy. It'll be a good 15 years before I start going out the house dressed like this. <laughs> <laughs> You don't ever wear slippers with that, do you? Um, that is awful. I haven't worn uh, slippers for a long time. I did have some, um, when I lived with David Badil, I had some Zebedee slippers. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, based on the, uh, the the cartoon character. Those big stuff slippers. Mm-hmm. Mm. But but generally speaking, um, I associate slippers with uh, a whole different type of person. Right. I had some uh, some uh, Barcelona FC slippers. Mm-hmm. Oh, they sound nice. But I can't. I can't. Um, not highly flammable. I can't wear those. You know those sort of Adidas sort of uh, flip flop type things people wear around the house. Yeah. Oh yes, men wear those with a robe, a black waffle robe. Yeah, yeah. but they're also you see, it's a bit. Um, it's a bit Gary Neville. It's a bit football hooligan. <laughs> a broad look. Is it? Those things, yeah. So no. The but the pyjama top, the nice actually. thing with the pyjama top is where you got the breast pocket for anything you yeah. know you might need but in the or, night. You could put trousers on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pants. You know, suit. Oh, if, pants. I'm, if I'm going to put trousers on, I might as well just stay awake all the time. <laughs> Can I just say, I slept in uh, just socks the other night. Weird. Did you? Yeah. Oh. I got in thinking, oh, these will be, keep my feet warm, it'll be toasty. <laughs> and then, and then I, I went right off, went to sleep. I think I've read recently in an article that if you keep your socks on for a little while, you go to sleep quicker. And then I thought, I'll give that a try. And I slept the whole night, nothing but socks. Is that all you wore? Crazy. I slept Crazy in, times in, in just um, orange and yellow hooped knee socks. <laughs> Once. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. What's wrong with you both? I'm, in, I'm immaculate when I get into bed. And a whole <laughs> bunch of readers then <laughs> caught of their breath <laughs> waiting for the next bit. You're going you're gonna to tell us or not? No. Okay. Well. Oh? Mm, will I tell you or won't I? I tell you what, you have to think about it. I don't want you to say anything you might regret. Okay. This is Frank Skinner. I think you left them saying that you were immaculate when you went to bed, and now, um, like, the end of this isn't going to be that you wear, like, one of those full surgical robes, is it? <laughs> I'm, I'm, when I say immaculate, I mean, I'm clean to hospital standards. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right, if you went to bed in scrubs, just in case. I'll tell you what I go to bed in. <laughs> Do you want some background music yeah, for this? Yeah, Okay, let me, let me see what we've got. What does... Emily, go to bed in. <laughs> <laughs> right, you could have played sexy music. This makes I me prefer, so... I prefer slightly chilling. <laughs> well, it can get slightly chilly because in the summer, I wear nothing. <laughs> <laughs> My God, has music ever been... Synchronised quite as well as that. But it's then, nothing, okay. in the winter, 
Um, and this is already starting. I won't lie. Um, I'll wear a Wondry. t-shirt. Okay. Sometimes a nighty. I do have a PJs. The night, nighty still <laughs> exist. Well, it's more like a nice camisole thing. Uh, okay. More negligee. You wouldn't wear a baby doll. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I definitely wouldn't wear a pajama top without a bottom. I'd be more inclined to wear the bottom without the top, if I'm honest. Okay. No. Okay. But <laughs> never mind that. <laughs> but what about what about the piece de resistance on the feet? Well, occasionally in both both seasons i will sometimes uh wear a moisturizing sock what i'll do is Let put me a stop fo- you there a moisturizing <laughs> sock yes i'll put a face mask into on my foot and then I'll face cover mask it. on your foot yeah really immerse it in the moisture overnight and then i'll put the moisturizing sock get them from the body shop for about eight pounds or then okay. you could go oh, more upscale other, other body yeah. things are available <laughs> <laughs> Eight quid, eh? <laughs> or about forty to fifty pounds if you want the full-on cashmere moisturising sock. It does. Their feet will be like silk, ranked the next morning. Well, I've always dreamt of silk feet. <laughs> <laughs> so I like the idea of selling them with spices <laughs> in the Middle East. You want to buy some silk feet? Aren't they on the silk for about ten minutes, and then you you walk about the house and suddenly they're my feet are more Robert Kilroy silk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've got quite nice feet, Frank. Well, they used to be great, but they're uh, they're becoming uh, they're taking on the sort of tortoise-like carrot pace <laughs> at the base. Like Man United, um, they used to be great. But... Yeah, not so good at the back. <laughs> <laughs> but what about the mask then? What what is that? It's intended for the face, but I drench the foot in it because I want it to soak up all that moisture. So, what moisture do you put on there? Like <laughs> fantastic, like. Baby lotion or cream or what? What is this? Is getting too too technical. This is starting to get. I didn't like that question. Sorted. Tell me about the cream. Yeah, more information gathering. I mean, come on. (laughs) No, let's keep it. Let's keep it jolly. It was information gathering. Yeah, no, it was. No, it was. People want answers. It's the police. (laughs) (laughs) Can we get back to Superman? Superman? I can't breathe. Okay. Well, we had a thing recently where we all had a conversation about who we would like to look like celebrity-wise, oh, yeah. and Superman did not come up. But the no. moment Emily asked me, which celebrity would you like to look like, Cockle, I answered Ryan Gosling way too readily. You did. And everybody sort of looked up as if they go, oh, I see, you've thought about this in some <laughs> exactly, detail. Exactly, that's something you've been daydreaming yeah. about. Yeah. Can what I say, I yeah. what a fine choice. Yeah. I was really yeah. impressed by that. Who and did you choose? You're not a million miles away, Cockle. Thank you. Thank you. Um, well, that's what he's, that, but that's I mean, what he's thinking, I am isn't about it? Yeah. a million miles away. Though. The cockerel being a complete skin flint, he's thinking, <laughs> what? Who, which celebrity can I get you? to in the least amount of uh, surgical moves? Well, if I wanted to save money on procedures, obviously it would be Leslie Joseph. Yeah. <laughs> However, mm, given that I'd, I'm happy to splash the cash, yeah. read the procedures, I'd go, well, I did say in this discussion, Abby Clancy, didn't I? You did. But no. I think I might change that because I like her, but I'm I'm not sure about her at the moment. Okay. I would go for Mila Kunis. Nice. Okay. Frank Skinner. Um, for me, I can't quite decide between. No, I was saying I'd like to look like him as well. <laughs> oh, okay. I would uh, some either abs <laughs> or um, abs or from pie. yeah, either abs or George Orwell. <laughs> Frank Skinner, Absolute 
This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Text us eight twelve fifteen. Tweet us at Frank on the Radio. Email us the Absolute Radio website. Edburn. Do you know what I'd like to know from our lovely readers? We've been talking about who we'd like to look like. Now I've gone Mila. Yeah, I went Ryan, Ryan Gosling. And Frank went Abs. Or George Orwell. <laughs> or George Orwell. Yeah, Abs, I like the way Abs has become a new age character. And he's, and he's got, um, he's got, he looks like he's a, a mystic guru of some kind. And does he? His, his whole facial structure seems to take on a little tiny beard. And also he's, I don't know how quick his hair grows, but he seems to go from thick hair to shaved hair back to thick hair in a trice. That's good, mm. isn't it? George Orwell, I, I lo- I've always liked very short back and sides. And, you uh, have, actually. A bit WH Jordan. Yeah, and I've dreamt, really, of a tash. I don't know if I can do a, a strong enough one, but a little mm. tash. You know, a sort of peaky blinder look. Be, be a little bit, care- be a little bit careful with tashes. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? Mm. Just unfortunate connotations in so many areas of history. Well, like mm. I always say, I didn't know. I liked ice skating until about three years ago. Mm-hmm. Never close the door. What else? What about going to email corner? I think that's a lovely idea. I'll tell you one thing about the Superman. He had peck implants. I have fantasised oh, about yeah. that in the past. Oh yeah. Why like didn't you just one, get yeah. one of those suits? They have them. They come ready made with them. I know. Well, that's what he's done, isn't it? Yeah. I have got. I have got the classic pirate yarn sunken chest, and. Uh, it would be lovely one day to be able to put a T-shirt on with a slogan on and read the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of the horrible sort of dilated... Oh. So I would... If I was going to have any surgery done... Here's a good text. <laughs> yeah, what <laughs> surgery <laughs> would I If I was going to have any surgery done, I'd, I think I'd go heart go bypass. Peck. No, I'd go, um, I'd go for a pec implant. Lovely. Really? What I'd am I go, doing? I'd go straight to calf muscles. Big Henry VIII calf muscles. Oh, you don't need those, Corporal. Honestly, they, 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 I'd get them so big they'd distort the rest of my legs. I'd, never mind <laughs> never mind the five oh, no, ones that I can't get over my thighs. I'd get them don't, I'd get calf muscles so big I, I couldn't big, wear skinny no, jeans, I hate honestly. That. No, I don't hate, do that. I love that. I really hate that. Absolutely. You know when you see someone in jeans and the, and the calf area is really, really taut? It's yeah. a bit Gordon Ramsay, that. No. It's a bit missing link. Let's hear it. Is the creaking getting on your nerves yet? Not bothering me, but I've got a bad sacroiliac, so that's like the music of my life, that, just oh, hearing that sorry, clicking. Sorry. It's been standing up. I have, yeah. Uh, Re your show, July 6, 2013. Frank Remember? asked the question, do many Buddhists listen to the show? <laughs> I'm pleased to say I'm a Buddhist. wasn't one of our best texting. <laughs> I like it. He's a Buddhist. I'm pleased to say I'm a Buddhist who listens to the show Buddhist? regularly on Why a podcast. Why did you say Buddhist? It's Buddhist. Bud- Buddhist. B- you Buddhist. said Buddhist as well. Both Buddhist. of you. Buddhist. Yeah. <laughs> it's not Buddhist. Well, you want me to say Buddhist? <laughs> yeah, he worships Buddha. Is that how you want me to I say it? I, okay. I would say Buddhist. Okay. Well, what I'm about, pleased to say I'm a Buddhist. What about, what about when... <laughs> Have you ever read a, a Buddhist ripper? <laughs> One of those. <laughs> They're quite violent, can a, actually. Can a Buddhist text in and tell us whether it's Buddhist, Buddhist. or Buddhist? No, okay. I, I think I, I, I know some people say Buddhist. That they I'm say Buddhist from now on. Though. Look, let's let's call the whole thing um, an Eastern religion. <laughs> potato, potato. I always say. And uh, 
I'm a Buddhist who listens to the show <laughs> regularly on podcasts, Buddhist, and find it very amusing. Uh, he's added that in That sounds even there. more normal than I'm a Buddhist. <laughs> <laughs> and I like a good book about it. So there is at least one of us, he continues. Dalai Lama. Re the suitability of the show for Buddhist listeners. Strictly speaking, such entertainment as your show, whilst being of undeniable quality and wit... Are you listening, taxi drivers? Undeniable yeah. <laughs> quality and wit mm. should be appreciated sparingly, as according to the Buddha's teachings, time is always better spent seeking inner peace through quiet contemplation and reflection. I know when it, there's a Buddhist saying, isn't there? A dog, mm. you don't judge a dog as a good dog because it's a good barker. Is that right? Is that right? And human beings being the same, just because someone can come on here and make silly mm. noises with their... their um, mm-hmm larynx yeah doesn't make them an important person but i'm going to say to you it's 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 what's the name of this uh, buddhist it's called uh, andy. andy he continues sorry about that anyway there's not many things i prefer brackets wasting my time close brackets doing mm. uh, speech comments uh, than listening to your show it's great that's another thing about the buddhists they reckon there's no such thing as wasted time do they is that right yeah oh that's good to know yeah, to me, it feels like a caveat. No, so what about if more of them listen to this, they might um, <laughs> they might reform that opinion. The, the dog, dog thing, if you think about it, the dog you don't judge a dog by whether it's a good barker is is basically a, the Buddhists mm. have taken a sort of anti banter stance. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, if you took banter out of life, what would we have left? I like it though, but you know, it's it's not easy to talk about inner peace on here when you know the kings of Leon are just around the corner. <laughs> the Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from 8 on Absolute Radio. We've had a text in. Uh, this is from Alexander, 671, he calls himself. OK. What surgery would I have? Without a doubt, a hair transplant. My mum's dad lost his hair when he was 19. I'm 14, so may only have five years left with my precious locks. That's Alexander, 671. Does mm. it work, that um, skipping a generation baldness thing? I think it is your mum's your mum's dad, isn't it? All I would well, say, Alexander, is when I was about 14, I was very aware of my hair. I had a lot of hair in the comb, and a lot of hair. Mm. I used to stop up the sink when I washed my hair, and I thought, I'm definitely, definitely going bald. Really? I'm now 56. You've still got your hair long. Yeah, it's lovely. Mm. My, it's lustrous. I'm like yeah. a big lion. <laughs> so don't uh, don't give up yet, yeah. Alexander. And also, apparently women really like um, bald men. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, <laughs> oh, sorry, I thought I could get through that without... Oh, God, sorry, everyone. I mean, I love my hair. I think it's really boring. I love your <laughs> hair as well. It looks like the hair of a... Eight-year-old. It's really it, boring. Well, it's straight, That's so isn't it? bad, it's just terrible. No, but it's got no uh, product fine. in it. You know the way kids. You know, it's, it's like he hasn't discovered product yet. No, it's Look, it I, is a bit. You know, that... I came here on my bike and I just couldn't be bothered putting product in before. I just thought oh, I'm going to put a hat on for this. I like. He got very upset that whenever Daisy and I discussed, which we were earlier. We said, our conversation topic was, how do you like Cockrell's hair best, Daisy? I think like Cockrell him. has to endure a certain amount of sexual harassment yeah. at work. <laughs> <laughs> so I really like this look, this current look, Cockrell. Yeah, yeah, and the way you say Cockrell so, with, the, with the emphasis in the wrong yeah. stress line. I'm sorry, Cockrell. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> if we started doing that, you know, if we started saying I'd that, I'd love it. I mean, I, was uh, my, um, I, w- I wish you would. 
As my face atrophies, I've uh, I caught myself the other day because I'm getting eye wrinkles, and I thought oh, it'd be good when I need work to wear glasses. They'll they'll hide those, mm. and mm. then I thought it'd be good when I go bald because I won't have to deal with not liking my hair. But I don't think I'm going to go bald, and I quite like a beard, and it'd be very low maintenance face with the glasses, a bald head, and yes. perhaps a stubbly beard. Yeah, I'll tell you something. Good idea. But I realised that essentially what I've thought is that I'd like to look like Moby. You know, there's bald yes. hair, a bit of stubble and thick glasses. <laughs> yes. Moby is the look I'm going for. That's Mo- a weird one, isn't it? Moby. Moby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, Moby, sorry. he's a Buddhist, isn't he? he yes. I don't he know is. what he is, really. But, I think um, he might be. Yeah, he yeah, will have. Can I say, by the way, glasses don't cover eye wrinkles. Don't I, they? I used to think that. Oh, you need at least, at the very you least, a Lone Ranger mask. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute. Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I had an email in, Frank, from Kelly. She okay. says, yeah, she says, I'm always jealous with pe- when people, usually ladies, write in and they have a song with their name in. Most recently, Amanda, as Frank then sings that song. Amanda. <laughs> Stuart Gillis. Uh, as far as I know, no, but thanks for the tip, there is only one song with my name in it, and it's about a man called Ned Kelly, which Frank did sing when I wrote him once before. I've always, did I? I've always wanted a great song with my name in it. Oh, like did. Sis- I, d- I don't think I know a song about Ned Kelly. Well, apparently you sung it. Does she mean, um, has anybody here seen Kelly? Maybe she does. But that's it. Yeah, that's not. That's about a man from. Well, I'll give you. Tell you why it goes. Has anybody here seen Kelly? K double L Y. Has anybody here seen Kelly? And this is the bit which I think makes it clear that it's not Ned Kelly, the Australian outlaw. Kelly from the Isle of Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is. Uh, I don't blue, know. Isn't I it? bet there are songs about Ned Kelly. Yeah, but you didn't book sing about one. Ned Kelly, isn't there? There's a good book about it. Yeah, there's a film with Mick Jagger, I believe. Is it? Yes. Yeah. Now, anyway, Kelly's not Is done. Is the Ned Kelly shop closed? <laughs> no, Ned Kelly merch. Oh, I doubt that. I've got a Ned Kelly keyring. Have you? Mm. Just, he's just the metal mask. You know, he wore like a mm-hmm. tin pot over his head. Oh, yeah, I used to have nightmares about him when I was a kid. Uh. Him and, uh, who's the other one? Lou Reed. Um, Ned Kelly and Lou Reed. Yeah. <laughs> Unhappy bedfellows, as it turned out. Yeah. I've always wanted... That's because Ned Kelly only wore a pyjama jacket. <laughs> <laughs> and the mask. <laughs> yeah, carry on, I've Kelly. I've always wanted a great song with my name in it, like my sister Deborah. I instead put my name into songs and pretend it's Kelly instead, such as Mandy and Kaylee. Have the team ever heard of a song I'm in? Lots of love, one of your regulars, Kelly. Um... I don't Where know. Where does Kelly's Kelly. Eye come? Because there was Kelly's Eye was a it was a comic strip, but I I always thought it must have been something before that. Have you heard of the phrase Kelly's Eye? They used no. to say um, at the bingo calling when I was a kid. We used to go to the Catholic bingo. Oh, yeah. um, is that the one where your dad said he'd kill the man if he found out he was cheating? <laughs> no, no, that was the balls. Oh, sorry, I do get confused with he which was, gambling you were doing that week. It was week. just me and my mum went to the Catholic bingo. Some 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 weeks she had two books. What anyway. happened if you're a Protestant and you turned up? Well, it'd be difficult because it, the whole thing was in Latin. Oh, OK. <laughs> no. So, no. No, it wasn't. <laughs> oh. The cockerel went for that. I really... <laughs> brilliant. Uh, but they used to say... It's, they used to say, Kelly's Eye, number one. Oh, yeah. And then uh, they had another man who, who decided he was going to move on and he used to go, Kelly's Optic, oh. number one. Eh? Clever. Mm. Um, 
So, but where, if anyone knows the ori- origin of Kelly's eye, I'd love to uh, mm-hmm. hear it. I'm not being rude about the woman who texted in, by the way. I'm just. What about Kelly the elephant packed her trunks? <laughs> oh. That's a good option. Yeah. There's also, you know, my sister uh, Kelly. She's um, she sang loads of songs that got in the charts. Did she? Yeah, R. Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to just kind of get to the next song there because uh, I don't want to, we can't top that. No. I want to come back to Kelly because I've just it? thought of another song. Okay. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We're still with uh, Kelly. Yeah. Who is bemoaning the fact that she doesn't have any songs with Kelly in the in the in it. But Kelly, cheer up because um, we've we've had a few text-ins from the the listenership, the yeah. readers. Uh, 871 says, hey guys, what about Kelly's Heroes by Black Grape? There you go. I don't know that. It's got Kelly in it. And I've got the greatest hits. And 967 said, Air did a song called Kelly Watch the Stars. Check it out, Kelly. I love the fact that Kelly hasn't Googled. (laughs) No, I do love that. I love it when people don't Google. Mm -hmm. Like, I could Google Kelly's Eye, you know, and find out where it comes from. I'm not doing it. Simply not doing it. I can. I don't know much this helps, but I used to go to an Indian pub in uh, Langley Green mm. in uh, the West Midlands. Mm-hmm. And there used to be... Um, I'm going to slightly do the voice here, but I think okay. it'll be all right because it's musical. Okay. <coughs> there used to be a song... I feel tense. The yeah. Song, yeah, let's just take... It's, honestly, it's okay. Um, the song used to go... Charlie Kelly Kelly, Charlie Kelly Kelly, Charlie Kelly Kelly, Charlie Kelly. Um... And I don't know if they're actually saying Charlie Kelly, but that's what it sounded like. Right. So we can, it'd be Charlie, our, our new assistant producer, yeah. and Kelly could share that in a fabulous uh, two-hander. Nice, yeah. Oh, congratulations. <laughs> the songs on you the jukebox. feel so blessed. They were sort of Bollywood songs, and the endings on them were, I may have mentioned this before on the show, but I was always fascinated. They sort of go, Charlie Kelly, Kelly. <laughs> that was how they ended. <laughs> it's like the engineer had gone, where's the scissors? This is long enough now. <laughs> they're not um, fans of the fade. No, no. they were anti-fade. Um, so yeah, Charlie Kelly. But so we got Charlie Kelly, um, Kelly's Heroes. Mm-hmm. What, a, what's, what's the other one by Air? A song by Air. Um, we can't remember all these things. Anyway, that's all. Kelly watch, watch the, the stars. stars. Kelly watch oh, the stars. Got loads of stuff. And yeah. there's no Seems. songs with Alan, by the way, especially with a U like mine is spelled Alan. It's not very. No... It's not very romantic name though. <laughs> the nearest I can think of is you can call me Al. And that's, oh yeah, that's, that's good. The closest. Well, you're lucky to have that. Buddy, can you spare me a dime? Oh. No, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that would be during a record. That would not be a good song for you. The, can I just say the least surprising answer of the decade? But do you know that song when he says, uh, "Say, don't you remember you called me Al when it was Al all the time?" Oh no, I don't mean that one. I there must be one. I meant the Paul Simon one. Isn't it? Okay, yeah, me too. Yeah. There's loads of Emilys. There's that one, um, Alan. You are so beautiful. Oh, yeah, that's nice. Alan, <laughs> you look like Fallon from Falcon's Crest. <laughs> Are you okay? It's called fine. song. What's, uh, what's Fallon in Falcon's Crest? No, she's in Dynasty. Oh, that's why that song never caught And on. it's called Falcon Crest. Anyway, we found a few. Uh, oh, was it? Mm. Oh, the whole thing was <laughs> awful. <laughs> we come up for some an- with some answers for Kelly's. It seems on reflection, 
Some people want to fill the world with Kelly love songs. What's wrong with that? I'd like to know. Come on. So here I go. Here I go Everybody. again. Charlie, Kelly, Kelly. Charlie, Kelly, Kelly. Anyway, look, um, we can carry on like this all day. Um, will they let us? It's an amazing thing about it. You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. I'm creaking now, Frank. Creaking, Comes to us all. Creaking bedfellows. Um, hey, what is about... That, is that like Peaky Blinders? <laughs> <laughs> Which I just said I didn't watch. Yes. I think you should say the full thing. No, I'm not going to say what <laughs> And I Daisy said. said, did you watch Peaky Blinders, Emily? And Emily said... <laughs> Emily said... No. Do you want me to do it? I yeah, can play you. you do it. Do I look like I watch Peaky Blinders? Well, that's a bit northern, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Do I look like I watch Peaky Blinders? And then... I've got £1,000 shoes on. <laughs> okay. Not really a £1,000. No, sure, don't try and dig Do your you way out of it. Temperate. They're about six, it's all right. About 680 It's fine. Um, what, Gary and Woolwich... Plus you get Primark? a discount, don't you? Yeah, Primarly. See Gary- what you could have got in Primark for 680 quid. That would have been your clothes for the rest of your life. I think you'll find that would have been a management buyout, technically. <laughs> uh, Gary and Woolwich says, what about Mother Kelly's doorstep? There you go. If you don't mind the mother bit on the front. Yeah. On Mother Kelly's doorstep. <laughs> I thought I'd put in the bit of cockney. Lovely. <laughs> he then inserts praise, which I won't read out. Got a little hole in her sock. Hole in her shoe. A hole in her frock. Hole in her shoe. No hole, hole in her sock where her toe peeps through. Not in these shoes, this price. <laughs> Speaking of socks, when we're talking about what, when we sleep, what oh, we yeah. sleep in before. In yeah. moisturising socks. I go moisturising yeah. socks. I don't, I don't. I sometimes moisturise my socks, but not deliberately. Yeah. <laughs> um, what I do is I don't actually like sleeping in socks. I find them constricting. You know what I mean? I feel trapped. So what I'll do is I'll sleep in socks. Mm. And then it, when I wake up in the night, I'll kick them off. Yeah. And the oh. feeling of... Oh, it's like when Mandela came out. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's the not. Lo- it is. It's exactly <laughs> like... In fact, it is. for me, it's a bigger deal. Hang on. <laughs> no disrespect, but I'm, I'm being oh, honest. Now. None taken, I'm sure. No. <laughs> Do the no, socks. It's great when he came out, but it's not like when you kick your socks off midnight. How horrible for cats, though. Horrible little socks at the end of the bed. Mm. Cat socks are everywhere. Are they? Cat wears those trainer socks. Yes, she does. I've seen them. They're all over the house. Everywhere. Like mouse droppings. Yeah, they are. Like white mouse droppings. (laughs) If you can imagine that big mouse with sort of hollowish, flaccid droppings open at one end. Sponsored by a sports company. Yeah. Well, I think they're Primark as well, actually. Oh, God. We like to support as many sweatshops as we can. <laughs> Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. We've sashayed back towards email corner, haven't we? I've got an email to read yeah. out. Um, I've got misgivings about the uh, the opening line. It misgivings would be a great name for a primary school. Too. <laughs> <laughs> Hi Frank, divine Miss e- divine Miss M, and the FQ cockerel. What, what does that mean? I don't know. F- fairly cute. Yeah, that's probably what it is. Okay. Um, last week you were talking about a man who dressed all in silver, including face paint, and Frank referred to him as his silver nemesis. 
Was this a deliberate reference to the title of Doctor Who's 25th anniversary story? Oh, fine. See, I have a suspicion about you and this sort of thing. I think you drop this sort of thing into casual conversation all the time. I really disapprove. I mean, that was, that one was, I must admit. But I really disapprove of that. I mean, Chris Packham is a lovely bloke from Country Farm. But remember, he used to do Smith's titles every week. Oh, did he? And I can't... And I've seen footballers do it in interviews. They're yeah. for a bet they have to get, yeah, yeah. Um, like, Phil Collins titles in or something. And I find it... It's 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 a bit... Um, it's a bit, oh, shot your face. <laughs> Judd Alter. Because that's what I say to the telly when people do it. Oh, shot your face when I realise. Yeah. So, yeah, I did do it last week, but it was a lapse. OK. And I apologise for it. I'm not going to... Can I say as well, he, he, wasn't, he wasn't my nemesis because he sounded like a... He was a strange character, wasn't he? He lived outside of yeah. town, mm-hmm. came down, made a slight nuisance of himself and then went back home again. So he wasn't a nemesis. He was more of a sort of, I suppose, a sort of nightmare in silver. Is that another one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that will be. Oh, uh, it is. Oh, it's so wasted on us, isn't uh, it? It's weird. Yeah. <laughs> Can I ask a question? Deep, Speaking deep, of yeah. uh, spray. Oh. Yeah. Um... Sophie Ellis Baxter. Yes. Is doing. Um, yes. She's doing Strictly. Yes. Now, she I is. didn't see Strictly last night, did any of you? SCD. Oh, I did. Um, I always. Keep... Now, the thing on Strictly. I was once in the uh, the dressing room at Strictly. Were you? Yes, I remember you telling me. Most glamorous place I've ever been in my life. It was like mm. being in a fabulous fairy tale. <laughs> Lovely ladies, but like they were in sparkly gold dresses and their eyelashes drip diamonds it was just amazing mm. but everybody everybody had been spray tanned yeah now what i've always respected about so and as you know we did have we had a bit of a moment sophie and i you yeah. did you did um, so tread carefully my friend yes but what i'm saying now this is complimentary to her she's always gone for that very pallid Sort of goth. I don't say face. pallid. Pallid it sounds negative. No, no, she Just took say that, pale. No, she's took that decision now to have the pale. sort of yeah. goth thing. Yeah. Has she um, given in and gone oh. golden, golden brown? <laughs> well, I wasn't I, doing it. Then. <laughs> Has she gone uh, golden brown for uh, for, for not, SCD? Not so far that I've seen. Uh, that's quite. She's going to stand out. Good on She'll her. be like a one on a one blank domino. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because everybody is golden brown on it. I mean, that's just the way they do it. Yeah. Well, good old Sophie. I'm I'm backing her now. Okay. Um, although you can't be watching. Say, I hope the white one wins. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? That's going to be unless you give the full explanation of what you're talking about. You're going to get yourself an awful reputation. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Mm. I've got almonds in my teeth. <laughs> we, we all have. We've all had a bit of... Um, almonds in my teeth, almond. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you call them almonds. I struggle to do that silent L that people do. You know, people, oh. super confident people... You struggle with Buddhist. <laughs> Buddhist. <laughs> <laughs> you do. What about, what about Morbi? How else can you say it? Moby. Moby's Moby. I'm so happy with it. Do you know what I want to talk about? What about these newsreaders? Have you noted them? Yes. Basically, there's been a bit of an incident uh, at the BBC News headquarters, HQ. 
You know when they do the news and they have those glass panelled affairs, so you can see the innards. <laughs> yes. A bit like Dickie Davis World of Sport used to have it. Someone exactly. would occasionally bring mm-hmm. on a white phone or something. Yeah. But nowadays, all the innards are exposed 24-7. So apparently, what's been happening, there's been a bit of a scandal because they've been in full view of everyone. They've been having fights with umbrellas. They were using mm. them as pretend lightsabers, apparently. Mm-hmm whilst they were reporting a flood. Yeah, but can I stop you there? You can. That, to me, seems as a fabulous reflection of what life's all about. Yeah. That a man is talking about the, 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 this awful flood in the foreground, mm. and in the background there's two other men with umbrellas pretending they're lightsabers <laughs> and uh, acting the goat. Yeah. Now, I don't know if you've ever... Um, seen any of Bruegel's paintings but if you take for example uh-huh. the fall of Icarus one of my faves yeah you've got this this boy falling out of the sky because he's flown too close to the sun in his false wings mm-hmm. and uh, he, they, they've melted and it says the fall of Icarus when you look at it you think well, hold on where's Icarus it's just like a scene with people ploughing and people generally knocking around you know mm-hmm. every day and oh. then in one corner you just see a foot disappearing into the... Oh, is that right? And the whole point, you know, is we, we think they're major tragedies to us, but life goes on. Mm. Oh, life dear. always goes on. <laughs> so there you go. Oh, that's, that's nice for the relatives of the survivors. <laughs> no, but the BBC News, that reflects that. The thing I think that surprised it, me about W.H. Auden poem, and it says, as, as, as the crucifixion's happening, the torturous horse is scratching its behind against a tree. Yeah. Life goes on. Mm, OK. The thing that surprised me about this all this is absolute radio. The, uh, <laughs> Life goes on, apparently. The Daily Mail found the time to um, print an anti-BBC story. That seems strange. Mm. Maybe they've got some kind of weird space in the paper because they wouldn't normally do that. There's only like ten or eleven a day, um, and I do think they're being a bit harsh on the BBC. The, 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 one of their complaints is that somebody in the background was stretching at their <laughs> desk. You think, I don't like that. You're not allowed to actually, stretch. They were actually playing stretch with a with a com- pair of compasses. Oh, well, did you different. ever do that? But I tell when you, you used to have to find. You have to stretch your legs <laughs> further and further and further. <laughs> But they also said uh, there were people chomping on bananas. Which is fine as well. I think they mean eating bananas, don't they? they? You can't eat a banana in the workplace. Next year's Wimbledon will be different. Yes. (laughs) um, And what about um, the the monkey house? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know if they consider that their workplace. Well, the start... (laughs) 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 They're entertainers by nature. (laughs) That's their tax bracket. But it reminds me, this thing, this this fabulous juxtaposition of the tragic and the light-hearted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Remind, when I hosted the Brits, <laughs> as, my very career, similar. as my career Someone crumbled, died. people were coming up, I died, people were coming up <laughs> and getting awards, and it was like one of the highlights of their career. And whereas I was like Yossarian at the end of Catch-22, walking down the street with a with a sailor punching a courtesan and a man whipping a fallen horse. So the two, my, as my career went down, they rose upward and it was all together, just like on the news. Hmm. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. Now, these BBC characters, hmm. the newsroom, backroom staff, they've complained. Yeah. You see, they've said, we feel like pandas in a zoo... Well, quite right, too. Not many of them about that. Well, also, they, they don't grope. They they, they, they're they a bit true love weights, pandas, aren't they? They don't know anything, do they? 
Well, t- put it this way, you're not going to get to first first base on a uh, first date with them. Pandas do even less than the Buddhists, don't they? <laughs> the Buddhists aren't doing a lot. They've barely even got time to listen to this podcast. Well, the Buddhists have to be careful that they don't stand on anything. Why don't they commit to the intimates, the pandas? What is that I about? don't know. Nothing's black and white, is it? <laughs> 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 also, aren't we now supposed to call them panda bears? Are That's we? what I've been told. Oh, what? I didn't know that. Yeah. Political correctness gone what, mad. What, what, what are we going to think? Who told that you that? dogs or something. <laughs> also, who said that? They're PRs. <laughs> Apparently, you know, they are bears, and we've sort of forgotten that by calling them pandas. Oh, right. Okay. So I'm just telling you, don't look, don't shoot the messenger. <laughs> no. As they uh, used well, to say on that um, radio, that Channel 5 show with Ian Wright and Melinda Messenger. Oh, <laughs> did they? Righty and so, messengery. It's one of ours. Messy. Writing. They probably called her Messy, didn't they? Yeah. Lionel. Righty and Messy. I mean, I feel for the BBC staff there behind the screen, all carrying on with their job, forgetting that they're a bit on screen. One of the other things that the Daily Mail had a go at them about is that apparently there was someone who appeared to be nose-picking in the background. Oh. Mm. Now, I think it's one of the incontrovertible truths of life that mm. it's OK to pick your nose behind a glass screen. Can I say this is not absolute official policy? This is a personally <laughs> held mine. opinion. All mine. But, you know, you see it all the time. When two trains are next to each other, someone in the other carriage, they know they're being watched, but they're through a glass screen, so it's fine. People in cars always picking their nose because there's glass there. I thought it was just a thing that you're allowed to When you say people, you your... mean yourself. Uh, yeah, and others. <laughs> but I've seen others do it. I don't mind having a good dig in there. No, oh, no. If oh. I thought I had lunch. Nice. <laughs> making me feel sick. <laughs> But well, I think the BBC no. should be allowed to pick their nose if they're on the other side of a screen. That's well, all I'm saying, I Daily Mail. It's about time I really thought that. It's it's like um, when you get those pocket watches with the you know the glass back so you can yeah. see all the clock. Mm-hmm. Some people really like that, you know. You or my, uh, I, I'm not. We've got a, um, a, a we've got a uh, a kettle, a see-through kettle. Oh, oh yes. yes. And you know I don't want to know about all that no. stuff that gets on the inside of a kettle. You know, out of sight, out of mind. I don't want to see that white white stuff. I want to eat the bacon sandwich. I don't want to see the pig being slaughtered. Exactly. Yeah. If I had the choice, I'd probably watch the pig being slaughtered. (laughs) Rather than water boil. Yeah, but it's less fattening and something I think you can tell people about forever. (laughs) (laughs) I had a pair of uh, black chiffon boxer shorts. Um, (laughs) Are we going back onto what you're sleeping? No, I'm I'm on about um, seeing the workings. Oh, yeah. Oh. And I found that some people, you know, went for it, and some people, um, you know, they 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 didn't they didn't want to know the. Uh, it was a bit like I used to put them on, and 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 then like Mike Yarwood, I'd go, and this is me, <laughs> and uh, it didn't always get the response I dreamt of. This is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. So. Uh, We've discussed my sacroiliac problem in the previous weeks, and a few yeah. people... Is it better now? better it's, it's improving. We should say the cockerel stands up during uh, the music. Yeah, and he does that to be a shock jock. I keep thinking, <laughs> yeah, he's going he's gonna to boogie. Yeah. No, he doesn't. I, uh, I, it's, it's OK, it's improving, mm. and I just want the people that have texted in previous weeks saying, you don't have to be a martyr to it, stretch and do this, it's fine. I, yes, that's what I'm doing. But I've also been doing a bit of swimming. The uh, osteopath said to me, oh, you could swim, but don't do too much breaststroke. That'll aggravate it. Really? Do front crawl. 
Now mm. I, as you know, I'm not mm. a dynamic go-getter. I've no. had... Well, yes, that's the part you predict to the world. Exactly, Frank. I, all right, I am a dynamic go-getter in sheep's clothing. <laughs> um, I, I have had on my sort of mental to-do list to improve my front crawl for perhaps 20, 30 years. Really? Yeah, yeah, I just think it's one of those things I'd like to be good at front crawl. So I've only, um, I've only found a woman and I've been having a few lessons in swimming. So in not some to way, learn to front crawl, but no, to... In some to way, inspired by Mr Frank Skinner's learning to swim, oh. I've, I've gone to... I googled something like swimming improvement classes so or you, something like that. You're fine-tuning your fine-tuning. But it feels a bit weird to have that much swim. spare time. Uh, no, I've, I've got <laughs> I've got me back to back holidays out the way. I might fine tune my front the time. A little insight into the cockerel's uh, I've made the diary time for it there. In order to improve my back, it seems like well, this is the perfect time. If it's going to help, then mm. I'll do it. So I made the, I cleared my schedule. Good on I've you. turned down room one hundred and one so many times this week. It's untrue. Um, yes. <laughs> I didn't like the sad noise from Daisy. There. I have put it. I have put. I keep putting a word in for you. It's they, okay. We talked about it before. They laugh in my face. <laughs> <laughs> well, can wait we till stop? I can swim better. They'll really book me then, won't mm. they? Can we just stop talking about this? Um, <laughs> but you had swimming lessons, and it's and you also. This yeah, is but I was I was going from um, zero yeah. to hero. Zero to hero. Yeah. yeah. You're but already. He didn't even do doggy paddle. One of the things I know about you is uh, before working with you on this uh, little mm-hmm. show, I, oh, I heard oh, you oh on God. I heard you on <laughs> Desert Island Discs saying that you yeah, thought I had to get a boat. Should... I couldn't swim there. <laughs> <laughs> I heard you say that you think a person should always be having lessons in something. Yeah, I he do. does. I do agree with that. Yeah. Now, I, if we take that. That's what he says to I've his friends had, in the S and M community. The lessons <laughs> I've had over the years are actually mildly depressing. I've I've had like physical training lessons and various forms of fighting lessons and Mm. now I'm having swimming lessons but no like musical instruments or foreign languages or cookery nothing what does that say about me that I've done uh, I've done so many ukulele guitar we've both done ice skating horse riding ice skating drawing French German really can we mention the tango tango (laughs) and salsa oh no Oh God, yeah, I've uh, I've done, done ice skating. Oh, we yeah. did that together. Yeah, did you? Yeah, really? <laughs> we did. We no. went like Torval and Dean. <laughs> well, <laughs> Dean. <laughs> I never really, I never really sorted it out. What? The ice skating. Torville. Oh, did you get? Did you get better? I'm quite good. Yeah, I never mm. really worked it out. I'm just rubbish. We've already established I've got a low centre of gravity, so I'm good at movement. That really helped. Like, what's the name? Definitely like. It was uh, like, I had... She just went along on her bottom, and I, <laughs> I, ra- I ran in front of her with a brush doing the ice. Oh, good. <laughs> she went for miles. You strike me as something of a butterfly man. No. No? That's, that'd be bad for your back, wouldn't it? It would, <laughs> it would that, at this know, stage, butter- I think. Who does butterfly? It's such a show-off one, isn't it? It's really physically taxing isn't it that's mm. why they do it to show that they can i oh. just does this count i on my audio you know i listen to an audio book on a regular basis oh, i've yeah. just done uh, 30 listen to 36 half hour lectures on the history of the roman catholic church mm, lovely yeah and I, I don't think that counts as swimming i got it no it's a lesson it's a lesson hasn't <laughs> it? yes. and i got into the uh, the office that i was working at and the receptionist said oh what are you listening to and i said uh <laughs> 36 half-hour lectures <laughs> on the history of the Roman Catholic Church. And she said, oh, God, I'm listening to that as well. I said, you... 
oh, really? And she went, no. <laughs> and I really was impressed by that joke. I completely fell for it. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. What's one about having lessons in, in stuff? Mm. Yeah, and I think once I fix the old uh, swimming front crawl, I'll I'll just do purely front crawl. But then I might go on to cookery classes. This is, you know, you say I am a high achieving go getter. You I'm get not. one sort of near to a canal. I could do that. Yeah. No, I couldn't do that. I wouldn't. I don't know if I'd like I, swimming outdoors. I, in the does this count? I, I I've Gross. just paid for uh, lessons for my um, child. No. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I, I take him to do what? To do the swimming, swimming lessons? To swim. Oh, right. That doesn't count. I took him yesterday, and there's only one of the dad in the group. Mm. And um, it, basically, Boz, who's um, my child, he, he he didn't like it yesterday. He cried quite a lot, and everybody was giving me that. Oh, oh yeah. Oh. Goodness sake. Oh, it's like me on the plane when they cry. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, then I went in into the, the men's dressing, changing rooms and there's a place, um, it says family changing area. Mm-hmm. So I went in there and there was some clothes hanging up and I thought, okay, so I'll hang mine up in there. And then uh, it was me and the other dad ending up in there changing our, yeah. our babies. And uh, it was a bit cramped in there. And after, he didn't, he never spoke to me at all. With two men in a, in a small room with their babies, he never spoke. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he says... Um, He's American. He said, I guess this place uh, isn't really designed for two people, is it? Yeah. Oh. And I, I said... saying, I've hung, I've hung my stuff up, this is my room now. No, but I thought he meant me being a, something of a naive <laughs> from the halfway line. Yeah. He said, I thought he was commenting on the design of the room. So I said, anyway, I said it, but we're doing pretty well now. I thought he was yeah. as well. What did he but mean? But after, I, I don't think he was... I think what he meant was, why are you in here? When yeah. clearly there's only room for one and I was here first. Yeah, I oh. think that's exactly that, what he yeah, meant. Yeah, and that would suggest is... So next week, Kat says, look, you know, I, I think Boz sometimes picks up your... Because you're still a bit uncertain in the water after years of, you know, being terrified. Oh, he picks up the fear. He picks up on that. So next, next week, I'll go in with him. And I said, I think that's a really good idea, and I think it would be better for Boss, and he'd be more relaxed, and he probably might learn quicker. But I don't want to not go into that little room with that <laughs> man in case he thinks he's won the territory. I said, yeah. so why do I go and get him changed, and then I'll hand him over to you? <laughs> <laughs> so that's, oh. that's my plan at the moment. Is that, is that crazy? Well, I think it might look a, a tad aggressive, darling. I don't want it to. I don't want it to be. I was. I was the friendly naive. <laughs> do you remember that? I was the. I was the naive, not the aggressor. I, I reckon I could do that with such delicacy. I don't even touch the F. Oh. I was the naive. <laughs> the naive in that situation. Um, yeah, I enjoyed a, that. We've had a text slightly from... dislocated my neck. <laughs> Let's not do it. We can't do a text. Don't you know what time it is, young no. man? Together, the Frank Skinner Show. Absolute right. We've had a text in, haven't we, Cockrell? Would you like to do the honours? We've actually had a couple of texts in regarding the lessons. Uh, one saying, Frank, the Cockrell says he's not done anything such as learn a foreign language, but I'd say you and Miss Emily teach him English most weeks. Oh. Buddhists today, correct as opposed to correct... I think I did them both the same there, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> Almost every other week. And then there's the odd bit of French too, like Descartes. Oh, I just oh. brought up Descartes. 
Oh, is it she or he? Never bring up this card. Oh, it's Mark with a curlica. Oh, so that could be Mark yeah, with a Mark with curlica. a C <laughs> curlica. What's curlica? <laughs> what are you talking about? You know, as opposed to kicking cur. Curlica C. Okay. Curlica and kicking cur. Where were you brought up? <laughs> Well, no, he's teaching us. He's trying to get his own back oh, is by he? saying, "Well, I was at school more recently than you, so <laughs> I know some of the modern teaching methods." Well, about eighteen months. Hang on oh. to that. Um, well, not we've quite also had from me. <laughs> we worked largely on slate. <laughs> we've also had a text in about your uh, changing room swimming pool anxiety. Let's what, my, call it. My, my experience in the family changing room. Yeah, yeah, the family changing room. Um, 519 Janet has texted in mm. Frank you're hilarious it's one family at a time Let's in the family changing <laughs> hold it one family at a time why yeah. <laughs> normally we don't read prose but I feel like you need the spoonful of sugar here Frank you're hilarious it's one family at a time in the family changing rooms not some kind of communal family changing <laughs> Janet in Edinburgh I have two children so know about these sort of things do you know, you owe that American a very big apology. Yeah, you need to go in there. And I'm not talking about George Bush. Give him a slice of humble pie and make it a large. Cause, <laughs> right. Apple pie. Yeah. <laughs> so you're telling me that a man was getting changed with his child in a private cubicle <laughs> and another man came in. Yeah, in what he thought was his cubicle and you wandered in there and just... It's a bit like last week when I was oh, uh, describing me using oh, the urinal. But Janet it might is. not be... Janet it's might like not be most, right. It's like well, I'm pretty sure she's right. And you suddenly walked in. Yeah. And went, it's cosy in here. <laughs> and then Emily we're said, it's not really well. designed for two. Yeah, we're well, coping, though, aren't we? No, but it wasn't the ladies. I mean, it was, um, it was no. the men's changing rooms. It was yeah. in there. It's one I family at a time, Frank. But what does that mean, exactly? I think oh. it means There's his no family were in there and then you wandered in with yours. <laughs> 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 but it said family changing room. Okay. Yes, you see his family and your family on a Venn diagram. It's not meant to overlap. Yes, if right. you see your experience in oh. the pool changing room the other day, there was an overlap, wasn't there? If you go into a changing room in a shop <laughs> and it says changing room, that means that person in there, it's their changing room. It doesn't mean you can open the curtains. What, you can't go into that? <laughs> no, I wouldn't do that. It but said family changing room more than it's a plurally kind of a word. Yeah, I'd like if anyone's got. We're nearly uh, done now, but if anyone could verify this, because Janet, I think Janet might have made a mistake. You want a second opinion? <laughs> I would like a second opinion. <laughs> like a I might be glad of it because um, the police could be around my house at any moment. Or yeah, whatever. you might press charges. <laughs> Are we going to sashay back to email corner? Mm. Oh yeah. Okay. We'll do, you, do, you want, do you want the um, Do you want the music? Yeah. Okay, yeah. here we go. Ready? Email yeah. corner. I enjoyed that. Mm. What about this? <laughs> <laughs> I thought I've just found a whole batch of uh, jingles I forgot I had. Oh, How wonderful. Uh, I still, I'm still reeling from that poor man in the changing room. Poor, uh, poor man. Next time I'll go in, I'll do this. All right, all right. Imagine him going back oh. to his wife. And this guy, I yeah. mean, he wouldn't leave. Can you believe this guy? I was in the family dress changing rooms, and this guy comes in. <laughs> oh no! Oh, I think he was. Be... I think he was strung out. Yeah. <laughs> you might just think that's the British way that family changing rooms are communal here. You might get away with it. Yeah. 
I still think that it didn't say <laughs> a family changing room. <laughs> family on, the ma- on the ladies' toilet, it doesn't say a ladies' <laughs> toilet. It no. says ladies. Um, no, but bad news, Frank. We've just had a text from five o three saying Janet is right, you fool. Oh, <laughs> oh no, oh. Frank! This is the best thing that ever happened. Oh no! It's like in films when they get in their car and there's someone already in there. <laughs> That happened to me the other day. A woman you came out of a shot. A woman came out of a pub and climbed into the back of our car. Oh yes, oh. she did. Look, you might have to lie to your wife, but don't ever lie to me. <laughs> Always lie to me. A woman got into your car. Yeah, she. I, I had parked up outside this rough pub in Leeds, and she walked out and uh, just opened the back door rough and then looked. Pub in Leeds. She sort of put one foot into the car and She's then went to the back. This isn't. This isn't. And I can't remember the name. And then she sort of got back out and I went, Yeah, I'm, I'm just parking. I'm not a taxi. What's the name? Very nice. I think was it was something like this. Isn't Janet's car? Maybe it's the same Janet. I think oh, she yeah, thought she yeah. was being collected by someone. That happens a lot. I know someone in fashion who did that. There was a car waiting outside a house, and she opened the door, got in the back of my carriages, <laughs> and he went, I'm just parking my car, I live here. It does happen a lot. I'm so glad I'm on trend. You know it happened with Marky Smith, of course. Oh, yeah, before. of course. He yeah. got into, uh, I think it was Badly, badly Drawn Boys, badly drawn boys oh, car, yeah. and, he, and he actually drove him home, he didn't like to say. <laughs> and, of course, the fabulous ending to the story is he found his false teeth in the car. Oh, God. Two days late. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. This is from Mr Sibson. Who calls himself Josh? I'm sorry, I'm being distracted because of the endless emails coming in saying it's called Family Changing Room to let you know it's got more space for you and your kids, not for random strangers <laughs> to join you and I your family. With, I was that's with Sarah in Perth. Even in Perth, Perth. they know how to behave. You I don't was know with if that's Perth, my, Scotland. Though. No, I know. I was with my child. I wasn't. I wasn't just in there with him and his. Yeah, there's definitely a rule about that. Yeah. You can't just go in there, <laughs> just you. <laughs> Maybe I should have just handed my child over the top and say, change that, will you? That'd be good. Can I just say... Uh, As if it was a bureau de charge. <laughs> you have um, one apologist, Ben in Loughborough, says, I've never thought that the family changing room was one family at a time. I've never had any complaints. There mm. you go, Ben, thank you very yeah. much. Oh, thank you, you very go. much, people. Noels. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. I, I must admit, it's made me feel a bit tingly around the shoulders. Yeah. Like I've made a terrible faux pas. Mm-hmm. I'm loving it. Like um, faux, <laughs> some sort of a Can we return to Mr Sibson? Yes. yes. Dear Frank, Emily and Alan, I work at a school in a class of 22 six-year-olds. Last Friday, we experienced the wrath of a swarm of angry drunk wasps whilst working in our school woods. Oh, no. School seconds, woods? Yeah, sounds like my kind of school I went to. Mm -hmm. Um, Within seconds, we were each covered with dozens of wasps, 13 of the children being stung several times, along with me and the teacher being stung as well. Can I just stop there? Mr Simpson, Mm. and me and the teacher. So he's not the teacher. Oh, good point, actually. Because he says I think he might be an assistant. Yeah, you're right. He couldn't possibly be the man in the white coat (laughs) who used to to come into the classroom with the telly (laughs) and help the teacher to operate the VHS (laughs) recorder. That's all he did. Like the VHS recorder was like some, (laughs) like the TARDIS, some really complicated. (laughs) Used to be a man coming, (laughs) not in a lab coat. To operate the VHS press play. <laughs> oh, he did. I think he did a bit of tracking. So. 
I hope Mr. Simpson is that man. I so hope so. Okay. Anyway, we were forced to set up a makeshift hospital in the safety of the classroom. Mash. (laughs) Little Mash. But we're still being attacked. To me, that is proof that wasps are pure evil and obviously do go on drunken rampages. If you read this out, could you please tell Cherry Class how brave they were and how proud of them the whole school are? Oh, Cherry Class. Named after Cherry Gillespie, (laughs) the Pan's people dancer. No, well done, Cherry Class. And may may I say you've lived up to your name? Because like the cherry, whilst being soft and sweet on the outside, you prove you have a hard and tough interior. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. that one day, when that's planted inside, it'll grow up into a beautiful tree bearing more fruit. (laughs) And um, you know what? It's been a lovely um, sharing show today. (laughs) When we did that pre-recorded show and we didn't Mm. get any texts, I really missed our readers. Yeah. Mr. You've been you've been marvellous today, even if slightly reprimanding <laughs> towards the end. Okay, so um, if the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. Now get out. The Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. Back Saturday morning from eight. Tune in live for the full Frank experience. Absolute Radio.